Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Happy New Year. Thanks so much for joining us for this 2024 New Year's episode. I'd like to talk a little bit about the approach we take to New Year's resolutions. In previous years, we've talked about what we want to see happen in the new year and It's a fun episode, but this year it's just me flying solo, no fiancé of the show this time, but we write a lot in the newsletter about the fallacy of resolutions. It's great to resolve to make some changes in your life, but oftentimes New Year's resolutions lead people down the wrong path. They are too often influenced by something that is actually negative. They just feel bad about themselves, like, oh, I need to do this. That sort of thing, you know, it's not, I want to do this, or I would love to do this, I would like to achieve this goal, it's always, oh, I just need to, uh, and it's, it ends up not being a really good, supportive, encouraging starting point or foundation for living your life. So today is about encouraging you to focus on the right thing so you can achieve healthy goals for yourself. Focus is not only a big part of creating and performing, but also today's topic. Resolutions, that's what they need. Some focus. A lot of times when we need to focus, we turn to something like coffee. But if that makes you feel jittery like it does to me, then you'll be distracted by the effects of caffeine. doesn't really help you focus. just kickstarts your nervous system, I guess. (laughs) And you just feel like you have to do something with the energy. This is why I like Magic Mind. I tried it, and I genuinely liked it. It worked for me. I felt more refreshed. I felt awake, more than just jolted into being alert like coffee does. And I think it even cleared up some morning brain fog, which allowed me to focus better. It's like clean energy without the side effects of high doses of caffeine. And big news, only this month, To help you gear up to crush your 2024 New Year's focus, you can get one month for free when you're subscribing for three months at magicmind.com slash Jan, there it is. And with my code, there it is 20, you'll get an extra 20% off, which is basically 75% off. This only lasts until the end of January. Hurry up before it goes away magicmind.com slash Jan, there it is, with the code, there it is 20. So on to focusing on today's topic. This episode is essentially about acceptance. There's something that we saw and shared in the newsletter this week that a good starting point for trying to change, trying to grow, trying to get better is actually accepting your present circumstances, your station, your skill level. Accepting the fact that you aren't where you want to be can be tough, which can lead many to not take stock of where they are. 
It's tough to accept a situation or place in life that you don't want to be in, but you do have to if you want to get out of that place. You have to accept where you are so you can know what you want to do and what you have to do to move on from where you are. How can you know how to move on or what first steps need to be taken so you can progress if you don't really know where you are and only think about not being where you want to be? Your next move is based on where you actually are currently, not where you want to be necessarily, but where you are currently. So you have to take stock of where you are and accept that reality. Accepting where you are can get tricky, though, for a performer. Like, how do you accept where you are when you want to get better or have more success in your career? If you have some success and people don't seem to take you seriously in the kind of roles you want to take or, or get, how do you accept that, really? It can also lead to the comparison game. You're comparing yourself to others. Oh, I'm just on an improv team, but they got on a weekend team and a TV show, and they got this thing and that. So I guess I just have to accept that I'm not good enough. That's the thing you can see yourself saying to yourself, right? That is not what acceptance is about. That goes back to that negative headspace that people try to use to propel themselves forward and it doesn't generally work. I think part of why acceptance is important is that knowing where you are makes it easier to maneuver. This is helpful because you can more easily find out what the best next step is to moving forward. You have to take the emotional side out of it as much as you can and simply see what you're doing. It's good to accept where you're at so you can properly advocate for yourself. People negotiate salaries once they've gotten to a certain level in the entertainment business. And if you don't know where you're at, like how popular you are or how much attention you're getting, the sort of juice your career has and where you are in the grand scheme of things, if you don't do that, how can you advocate for yourself successfully? Sort of like asking for a raise at work. You have to know what impact and success you're having so you can have an accurate argument for why you deserve a raise. You can't do that if you don't accept where you stand in the company. Steve Martin has said that he did not have any natural comedic or performing talent whatsoever. He watched some magic performers and he just religiously mimicked them and learned skills and he toiled to hone the skill if he arrogantly when he started out thought he had what it takes but didn't accept the reality of where his skill level actually was he may not be where he is today and he also didn't let the distance from where his skill level was to the skill level needed <laughs> for the type of career he wanted. I mean, if you don't have skill at something, if you want to be a performer and you notice maybe your skills aren't as honed as the people who have the kind of career you want to have, it could be super easy to look at that and go, well, I'm no good and I'll never get that good. But there are people, and Steve Martin is an example, who did not let that stop them. And they just pushed and pushed and pushed so they could 
get the skill level that they wanted and needed to have the sort of career that they wanted. You can toil for it. So don't let accepting where you are currently lead to complacency. I think that can happen pretty easily if you say, oh, I want to be able to do this, but I'm nowhere near good enough to do it. It could be easy to go, ah, well, then I'll never be good enough to do it. You could just get complacent and not try and not toil. You're not trying new things. You're not pushing yourself. That's not what we want. Acceptance can mean acknowledging where you are in life or your career or acknowledging your skill level. That's it. It's not about comparing yourself to where you want to be. It's just saying, here's where I am. Also, when it comes to skill, if you're skilled but are down on yourself and say you're not that good, but you actually are pretty good, you just need to continue to hone and get better, but you're not looking at it that way, you're saying, ah, I'm no good, then you may not practice at a challenging enough level to actually hone your skills. So that's skill. But what's something else that we can talk about with accepting? How about how people receive you? That's a very important thing in the entertainment industry. You've got to be able to leverage how people see you. But if you're not accepting how people see you and how people receive you, then it's going to be kind of hard to make something of it. I, I, I don't know if this is something everyone agrees with or thinks about because it's maybe a weird thing about the entertainment industry. But in the biz, you very much are leveraging how people see you, how they receive you, why you are liked for the reason you are liked. And you kind of have to utilize. It's just something you have to utilize. Let's use a couple of examples because maybe this will help explain things. So George Clooney, the actor, when he was a middle-aged man publicly saying he'd never get married again, during that time I noticed how he was playing roles where he was a middle-aged man, divorced, <laughs> like in movies like Michael Clayton. Or there are movies like Up in the Air, where he played a middle-aged man who was content staying single. That was his attitude at the beginning of that movie, right? And there were some other roles where he was just some lone guy in the world, like the American. He was kind of leveraging the way people saw him. And he was publicly talking about him being that guy. And I've heard him say in interviews that when people see you a certain way, it can bring baggage to roles. And for those reasons, it might be kind of hard to play certain roles. Well, he was leveraging the fact that he was seen as this bachelor, <laughs> this eternal bachelor. And he played roles that worked outside of that as well. But he very much solidified himself in good movies and good roles playing to the way he was seen in the world. He was aware enough to do that. I think it was a smart choice because he was choosing roles that he knew people would easily accept him playing. So this is a theory I have, and I'm not saying that you have to do this and only stick with it. What I'm saying is I think George Clooney looked at how people viewed him and accepted him as being, and he did roles in good movies that played to that so he could leverage that. And it helped solidify him so he could do things outside of that. 
I think another example of this is Jason Bateman. In the 80s and in the 90s, he was the all-American boy type, right? And like Silver Spoons and stuff like that. He was the all-American type and he solidified his career there. And then in Dodgeball, he's playing this completely off-the-wall, wild, hilarious character. And it made people say, oh, this guy has more things he can do. And then he lands Arrested Development, which he is kind of subverting the all-American image that he had and playing... An all-American guy, Michael Bluth is, but that character was not simply straightforward. He had problems, but he could do that, and people could accept him doing that because we'd seen him be the all-American, but we also saw him go way off the deep end with a wild character in Dodgeball. So all my point is, is these are examples of people taking how they are viewed by the audience and leveraging it to solidify their career so then they can go on and do other things. Accepting where you are isn't this sad thing where you have to shrink your shoulders down and say, oh, I guess I'm just not good. That defeatist sort of thought is going to get in your way. Shout it down because this isn't about feeling bad about where you are or accepting that you're in a bad place. It's about just seeing where you are so that you have enough information to help yourself get ahead. All you need is a plan, and then you have to be focused while executing it. Don't let things distract you, and a lot can. Social media, thinking traps, insecurity, worry and doubt, not believing in yourself. You got to shout a lot of stuff down, but you can. Make this a year where improvement comes from loving and believing in yourself. Seeing where you are, gauging the distance you are from where you want to be, and knowing you can get there. A wise man, who happens to be fictitious, said it best. If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Now, if you don't care about what George McFly said to Marty McFly and Back to the Future, maybe your encouragement will come from a real person and national treasure, Conan O'Brien, who said nobody in life gets exactly what they thought they were going to get. But if you work really hard and you're kind, amazing things will happen. You absolutely can achieve your goals. You can. You absolutely can. I believe in you. It may take a few months and that's okay. Don't let how long it will take to do something you want to be or do be a deterrent. The next few months are going to pass whether you enact a plan or not. So you might as well use that time wisely. You've got time and you've got this. So how would I apply this to myself? I think, let's say with the podcast, you know, I would like to see things grow. And I think I would have to just accept what kind of attention I get online. I'm not getting a bunch of people tweeting at me all the time. It's not one of those kind of podcasts where people hop online and have a lot to say. And I am not in the top 100 or whatever podcasts on, on uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't show up there. You know, that's fine. It doesn't mean I'm not doing anything here. There are people who will come up to me and say, like, hey, I listen to you all the time. So I appreciate that. And I'm not being hard on myself. I'm just being realistic about my present circumstances. So if I want to get ahead, I've got to sort of look at what it is I'm doing, analyze all of that, assess it, and say, well, what else can I be doing 
to get ahead the way I want to be getting ahead or the way I want to get ahead. And also, what do I even want? Do I want to have a bunch of people tweeting all the time at me? I don't know. You can still get a lot of listeners without having that kind of presence online. And that's totally fine. It's just normal. There are a lot of people who have a very successful podcast, but people aren't hopping online to uh, discuss it a whole lot. So I have to assess, is that something I want? Uh, Not necessarily. Okay, I just want to see the popularity grow, more downloads, things like that. So what can I do? Well, I got to go research, find out what can be done to do that specifically. I'm kind of like creating something here at the end of the podcast, (laughs) but it's with myself. So I think that's... That's the sort of logic I can use. I can network with people. I can start asking people who work in the industry what they do to get ahead. There was someone recently I spoke to who was giving me some advice on things I can do to propel the attention that I get with the podcast. So I can utilize those things that he mentioned and get myself out there that way, see how that works and where things lie once I've tried that. And then at the end of the day, I just have to show myself some compassion. I have to be kind to myself. We're not so good at being kind to ourselves, are we? We can try something and not work out. Then we're like, well, I guess I'm no good. We're right back to just judging ourselves, criticizing ourselves, comparing ourselves to where we want to be and aren't. But that's not what it's about. You can just try something new. So, hey, you're doing the best you can. Show yourself some kindness. Show yourself some compassion and keep at it. There it is. Happy New Year. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We are very excited about the year. We have a brand new episode with a guest coming at you next week. So we're back to having our guests uh, for a little bit. Might do a pop talk here soon. And we do have some other ideas for podcasts and things. I guess Justina and I mentioned that at the beginning of every year. I'm like, oh, I'd like to do this. And then I don't always do it. But hey, we're showing ourselves some kindness. We're still trying. We're still putting stuff out. We want to get the Of The Show gang back on the pod here soon soon we have some fun things coming up you can follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at there it is pod and subscribe to our youtube channel at there it is and follow me on twitter at jason far jokes and instagram at jason far picks also subscribe to our comedy lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can we have a patreon and a paypal go to there it is pod.com for newsletter and support info links in bio until next time be good to each other The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.